0: The interviews and discussions in this podcast are opinions only and not financial or investment advice. Listeners should obtain independent advice based on their own circumstances before making any financial decisions. This year, there will be 1.9 billion views of a little Aussie innovation designed to solve one of the biggest problems in arguably the biggest markets in the world, real estate. And that number, 1.9 billion, is just the beginning. If you haven't heard about this Australian property tech company and what it's doing, jam those AirPods further into your ears. I'm Christina Morrissey, and you're listening to Stock Insiders. So today we're looking into a bit of property tech innovation that's fast becoming a real estate market must-have. It has the potential for multiple revenue streams. Uh, It's about to launch on the not particularly small North American market. And all of that, in turn, logically, Could provide a wealth of revenue for those who invest. So let me introduce you to the brains behind the idea for open negotiation. Managing Director Pete Gibbons. Pete, welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Chrissy. Great to be here.
0: Now I'm told you have always had a fascination with real estate. Share with everyone when you tried to buy your first property.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was when I was about ten years old. Um, I saw a block of land right on the beach in a place called Singleton. So I rang the um, uh, the agent to put in an offer, and clearly heard my high pitched voice and uh, thought I was a joke and hung up on me. So uh, yeah, I've loved it for a long time.
0: So when did you actually bid successfully on your first bit of property?
1: I bought my first property when I was 19. I was actually still at uni back in the days where interest rates were very high, but prices were pretty attractive when you compare them to today. So dad always jokes that he couldn't give me the key to the door at 21 because I'd already bought it.
0: (laughs) Now, interestingly, you didn't become a real estate agent despite your passion for for property. You said you were at uni. Tell us what you've actually spent your career doing.
1: Sure. I I started, did a uh, valuation degree, property valuation degree. And then it did a postgrad in property, and then actually did a a master's of business specializing in property finance over in the US. So it's always been property and that sort of morphed into property investment banking, which has been sort of my career path and my passion being technology.
0: So I did introduce you as the brains behind the idea that's not entirely true, is it?
1: (laughs) For a few reasons, it's not entirely true, Um, but uh, you've clearly got an idea that it may not have been me that originally came up with it.
0: Yeah, whose idea was it? How did the idea for something has to happen, this has to happen? Who who actually said this to you?
1: <laughs> it was uh, my <laughs> wife and I went to a auction just up the road from us and it was uh, clearly a bit of a debacle. There was bids getting taken off trees, no one knew what was going on and my wife turned to me and said, look, there's got to be a better way of doing this, go and sort it out. I got in contact with a couple of very experienced uh, real estate agents here in Perth um, and asked them... What their biggest problem was and it was absolutely clear it was around lack of transparency uh so uh, we formed a uh, the three of us became founders came up with uh, open and then sort of experimented as to how we could make that more seamless and more transparent i guess the problem that we're really have identified that's been the sweet spot for everybody i'll give you an example it's where you go to uh look at a property, you really like it, and you say to the agent, look, I like the property, how much do I have to pay to secure it? They generally respond with, look, I can't tell you that, uh, but I do have three other offers, so put in your best offer and we'll let you know how you go, which invariably ends up with either sort of congratulations, you've purchased the property, you're immediately thinking, oh gosh, how much have I overpaid here? Or probably even worse, where um, the agent says, sorry, you missed out, it went for $700,000, and you're thinking, well, I would have paid that or more, uh, but you wouldn't let me know what I needed to pay. So the Mm -hmm. seller's leaving money on the table, buyers aren't satisfied and the poor agent's sitting in the middle. So we came up with a solution.
0: So you came up with a solution. How did you find money to build it?
1: My first seed round was back in late 2016, uh, went to some friendly uh, high net worth families and sophisticated investors, raised one and a quarter million dollars to build out the technology and get it into the market. Uh, now, can, that-
0: I, can I interrupt? I believe that your investors were literally falling over themselves to get on board because they too agreed with the, the problem that needed to be solved.
1: Uh, so true, Chrissy. It, It's As I explained uh, that example before, I don't think there's a person who hasn't said, oh, gosh, I've been in that situation. I know exactly what you're talking about. it's mm. it's absolutely common. and interestingly, now it's the Millennials are the largest buying group uh, in real estate. They're used to transparent every every other market they interact with is fully transparent. and yet the biggest investment in their lives, uh, they get told you've got to guess what the price is and if you get it wrong, you miss out. And if you get it right, you may have paid too much. So yeah. they're the ones, buyers as much as anybody are driving for this change.
0: So once you'd raised the money, how long did it actually take you to create the prototype and bring that platform online and, and into use?
1: Uh, we raised in December and we were in the market by April uh, with a, I guess what they call a uh, minimum viable product. Uh, and since then, we've raised three or four times, including listing on the stock exchange to further enhance and develop uh, the, the platform. So it now not only offers what we called open negotiation, but it offers open access, open offers, which is very much the offer and acceptance process, open tenders, which mirrors tenders. So basically, agents have been giving us great feedback on what they want it to do. And we've created that for them.
0: Does it actually replace agents?
1: No, that, that's a really good question because a lot of what we need to do is education. Um, people fear change. That's a very much a natural thing. I, I mentioned my partner's a real estate agent, so the the premise of building Open was to keep the agent absolutely central to the sales process, really just create an enabling tool for them that allowed them to do their job more efficiently and um, Get the appropriate market pricing and do it in a shorter time, which for them is great because you know it's about commissions and 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 getting more properties. So through the open platform, they can attract more listings, get them sold in a quicker period of time, and one agent said to me, This is great, I can either make more money or actually have a holiday. So it's probably a pretty good result.
0: I was going to ask you what do real estate agents love, but you've added that quite uh, quite um extensively there. So yeah, uh, the, You've been operating and continuously improving the product in Australia for a few years. And as you mentioned last year, you listed on the ASX. Can you really narrow it down for me? What prompted that move?
1: Uh, That that was really exciting. That occurred because we'd received approaches from North America about our technology. Um, The National Association of Realtors, which is uh, the real estate association for all of the United States, uh, put us into their accelerator program in Australia. And invested into us. Uh, then, interestingly, they asked us where the first technology in the world that they'd asked to go into to an, another uh, accelerator, which was in Canada. And it quickly became clear that there was a significant issue that occurred in North America, both in Canada and the US, which was around transparency, and, and we were seen as a solution to that. So we went and listed on the ASX to raise the money to make our foray into North America.
0: But how did they actually find out about this little Aussie answer to a big problem?
1: We've got a lot of agents here in Australia that work for franchises that are in the US who report back positively to the US around what we're doing. We've got Century 21's one where we've got a great partnership with them and they're actually domiciled in North America So, you know, good news travels fast. In fact, we're we're receiving um, approaches from all around the world, people saying, we love your technology, it's the best we've found, can we licence it into our country? So, wow. uh, as I say, good news travels fast.
0: I'll ask you about that a little bit more in, in a moment. T- can you explain to our listeners how different is the North American version of open to the Australian one? Because they, the buy and sell process is a bit different, isn't
1: it? It is. Yeah, absolutely. So we've spent 12 months sort of modifying, tweaking, enhancing the platform to really mirror the US uh, purchasing experience. And a lot of that, which is quite different to here, is around they have a seller's agent and a buyer's agent, whereas we only generally have a seller's agent. So that actually created a real opportunity for us. We put a lot more communication tools for the agents to communicate with each other in the platform, made it far more efficient at the moment. You know, this is the last piece of the puzzle that hasn't been solved digitally in the US, whereby... Agents receive uh, offers from the buying agent, they might be in the mail or dropped off at the office or dropped off at home, and they're trying to collate and compare and contrast. We've created the platform that that can all be done seamlessly. Uh, The platform will compare and contrast with them, makes their life a lot easier and makes it far more efficient for them. We've we've created a product that really needs no training. Um, It's just an enabling tool that makes them far more efficient.
0: Now, it's my understanding too. you, I mean, you set out to to fix the transparency problem here in Australia, did that, and you've also ended up with the, with the adaptation for America, um, solved efficiency. There is a third one that you've solved as well. It's three problems solved with this platform.
1: Yeah, which, look, is absolutely fascinating. So um, the way we set up the platform for North America is, the agent and seller can choose the level of transparency and they can toggle on, toggle off. So, you know, if if they only want to show a bit of transparency, they can do that right through to full pricing. What we didn't realise is that um, they've said, great, um, you've really solved a problem around equality. And when we sort of dug deeper there, they were really talking about human bias. And what they were saying is that, In certain parts of America, um, if you come from a minority group that uh, either the seller or the community um, don't necessarily want in their area, it's really hard to make an offer because at the end of the day, you've actually got no real idea or understanding if your offer's been presented and even if it's being presented, being presented in the best manner. And you can miss out without even knowing or having the opportunity to make another offer. Because our technology is agnostic, doesn't see race, creed, colour, sexual orientation, any sort of form of minority, a purchaser from a minority group can see their offer moving through the process. So they've always got an opportunity to make an offer to uh, secure the property. So it really creates a level playing field. And, you know, that's, it almost falls under ESG. We didn't realize we were solving that problem because we didn't understand the problem. But clearly, it is a problem and we've solved it.
0: There's another massive difference between the Australian market and the North American one too. That's size, isn't it? (laughs)
1: Yeah, it certainly is. To to give you a feel for that, there's about 35,000 active agents in Australia and about 1.5 million in the United States. Canada is about 150,000. So we really are dwarfed by uh, the North American market, hence Hence the focus and the opportunity that sits in front of yeah. us.
0: So how if you spent this 12 months developing and adapting it for the new market. How do you or how have you gone about integrating Open into that market?
1: So we've been incredibly lucky to find a fantastic partner in the Canadian Real Estate Association, of which all the uh, real estate agents in Canada are basically members of. Um, they've been fantastic in their feedback and giving us the understanding of how the market works. They also control or own and control realtor.ca, which is probably, the, I think, the reference you were making at the beginning mm. of the discussion. So, realtor.ca is um, their customer-facing platform like our realestate.com.au's and our domains, but it is in the top five largest uh, .cas in the country. So, it gets about 1.9 billion unique views a year. So as part of our uh, piloting and partnership, we've integrated into that platform and that'll be turned on in the next quarter, um, which gives us exposure. I talked about education and educating the market. It puts us in front of the Canadian market, uh, which is super exciting for us. Um, And we've had conversations with As I say, it is a bit different over there, both US and Canada. They work through MLSs, which are multiple listing services. Got a lot of partnerships going on there. There's a couple of hundred thousand agents we can access through those uh, pilots that we've run. And it's that feedback that's created this great product.
0: It sounds like a massive job. The One thing that I haven't asked you, how do agents actually integrate it into their business? Is it uh, like a subscription or a license?
1: Uh, So we've got a, a base model. Uh, that allows all agents to use it. Then we've got various levels of premium where they can actually put additional tools into their toolkit, which makes it really easy for them around this transparency, getting pre- the appropriate pricing, getting it done in a timely fashion. And probably the most important thing, what we've found is Open is a fantastic lead generator. And what I mean by that is the people who go to the platform are very highly qualified buyers and sellers. They're there to purchase a property, not just to look at properties. So um, we have an observer function where people can come in and watch. And we've also capturing all the data in relation to people involved in the transaction. What that does is give the agent a really valuable and highly qualified lead for their potential next sale or listing because the uh, people who are coming and watching want their services and that's that's a pretty exciting thing for agents they can actually generate more income so we will charge you know virtually um very very little for the base um and then you, we've got all this functionality that they can then turn on to improve their business
0: now i did mention multiple revenue streams at the start what are they and what is their extra potential
1: yeah, so as I say, there's the the SAS model, the traditional um, software as a service. So that's the subscription model. Uh, there are so many different uh, services that are required around a real estate transaction. It's almost like its own economy. So you need finance, you need insurance, you need a settlement agent, you need a removalist. All those pe- people are approaching us because they can see how quali- highly qualified our uh, people on our platform are. So there's definite revenue opportunities there in some quite significant discussions with big players in the market that offer those services who are very keen on us because they want to um, generate those those leads. But probably the biggest play in our minds and the feedback we've got is around that depth of market data, which we're uh, securing through the platform. So. If you think of uh, current uh, market data for real estate, it's always backward-looking. It's what sold in the past generally a few months ago. Whereas with Open, we're capturing every offer, the offer increments, how much the offer is increasing by, at what point do people pull out, um, what's the standard deviation between first, second, third buyer. Now, that's really quite profound because it helps to create once we've generated statistical significance, some real lead indicators for the market, and where that's really important to the likes of banks and insurance companies and whatnot. If you think, you know, a property uh, under the old property data might show median price in January of 700,000, median price in July of 700,000. So uh, a layman would look at that and say, okay, the market hasn't moved. But with opens data, they can actually see if there was sort of 10 buyers with a standard deviation from the winning price of 0.1 in January and only three buyers and a standard deviation 0.2. Well, that market's falling away um, and we're seeing it in real time. So that's actually really quite profound data that can be utilised and packaged up to assist not only the property industry but associated industries
0: it's really fascinating. Now, you mentioned that North American real estate is not the only country you've heard from, England, all sorts of places. So, as that platform expands potentially into other countries, where are you going to domicile it? How will it actually operate?
1: Uh, look, again, again, a great question. Uh, we are constantly reviewing that. Um, you know, the Australian market is has been brilliant to us and, and is a almost a great incubator for getting uh, the product right, making the mistakes, improving on that. Um, We are receiving sort of approaches from all around the world saying, you know, love your technology, can we license it? Um, Where will we end up uh, eventually? Look, could remain on the stock exchange. Um, You know, we're we're always, funny enough, always getting approaches from people saying, is there the opportunity to, to buy the company? Um, yeah. That's not on our radar at the moment in terms of, you know, actively seeking offers the company. We're all about expanding and getting scale. So we'll continue to explore those opportunities. But um, it's all about focus as well. We've got this enormous opportunity in North America. The partnerships mm-hmm. that we've already secured and, and are looking to secure are amazing. So that's where we're going to spend our time.
0: Well, one last question is we're, um, we're about to be beaten by the clock, but as this podcast goes to air, you're in North America, boots on the ground, overseeing the launch. What's been the feedback to you, Pete?
1: Look, the feedback has been great. And and the reason I think that is is because rather than creating a product and telling agents you need this, we took over the Australian product and say, hey, guys, this is how it works in Australia. What would you like to see it doing? And And the agent input's been invaluable because as I say, instead of giving them something and saying you should use it, it's the product that they said they would use. So the feedback we've already uh, soft launched in uh, Massachusetts agents are absolutely impressed with what the platform does indeed. It's got really quite a viral nature because being that they have an agent on either side of the platform, instead of Open being exposed to one agent in Australia, you know, if there's four or five offers, that's four or five more agents who are using Open. So it's got quite a viral nature to it. So it's got us pretty excited.
0: I know you are in the thick of it with the launch, so thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us, give us an insight into Open, what you've created and its future potential. Does your wife ever rue the day she casually suggested at that that, um, auction that you find a solution to the biggest problem in real estate, or is she pretty happy now?
1: Great. (laughs) Great to think... (laughs) She's super happy I'll be in America for the next sort of five or so weeks. Maybe she does. Maybe she's very happy about that. I'm not quite sure.
0: Mate, thanks so much for your time today, mate. Pete Gibbons, MD, Open Negotiation. Run the numbers. As you mentioned, 1.5 million real estate agents in North America alone. And that came to him. So will this be that little Aussie idea that changes the real estate world and your investment portfolio for the better? Remember, D-Y-O-R, dive in, do your own research, and we'll talk next time on Stuck Insiders.